I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Chris Allen, and this is Bridge the Atlantic. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic's interviews, where we get to know the people behind and in front of the creative industries. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcia Novelli from Canada, a man who wears many hats, literally and figuratively. When I'm not making music or doing this show, I'm directing music videos and documentaries or vlogging as the crazy vegan. And crazy he is. So before we jump into the interview, we just want to let you know that we are on Patreon and you can become a bridger from as little as a dollar per month. You'll gain access to our exclusive Encore series featuring never before seen videos with our guests. And your support also allows us to keep bringing you these interviews and keeps the many, many lights on here at Bridge the Atlantic. Yeah. And um, Ross, I just want to say you're looking pretty good there with that shirt that you're wearing. Thanks very much, Marcio. Where, Where can, can people get one of those? <laughs> I was going to ask you. Well, you can go to our website, bridge-the-atlantic.com slash shop. And uh, one, I don't know, maybe we should give them a little discount code there, Ross. What do you think? Mm, I mean, I'm feeling generous. Yeah. I'm feeling generous. What do you so want to do? I'd say let's go, let's go with 20. Okay. Let's go with a 20% discount. What do they need to do? <laughs> um, they just need to go to the website and use the coupon code BTA Rocks for that 20% discount. Make sure you subscribe here on YouTube. Uh, we'll give you some a moment here. Just click that subscribe button. And after you do that, there's going to be this little bell. Make sure you click that as well so you don't miss anything that we post. Um, we actually are doing something really cool. We are giving away a free Bridge the Atlantic shirt for every 100 subscribers we get on here. So even if you subscribed a long time ago, you're going to be enrolled into this whole process. So it'll be good. So just click that subscribe button for your chance to win. My voice yeah. went really high there. <laughs> so joining us this week out of Nashville is award-winning singer-songwriter and American Idol winner Chris Allen. Chris was crowned the winner of Idol in 2008 and has since uh, released five studio albums amassing hundreds of thousands of sh- sales and millions of streams. I said strails there. I meant sales. <laughs> this interview is starting off perfectly. Chris is now releasing music on his own label. That is awesome. Dog Bear Records with both releases so far charting in the top 20 on Billboard's independent chart. We're excited to hear about Chris's American Idol experience and how it's impacted his career, the advice he'd offer to his fellow musicians, and what he's got coming up for 2018. So without further ado, we are so excited to welcome Chris to the show. How's it going, buddy? Hey, guys. How's it going? Not too bad. Uh, As you can tell just by our little intro there, Ross and I are like ridiculously awkward. So I want to feel less (laughs) awkward by making you feel awkward. Tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Um, I, I don't, I'm missing a rib. Um, that's a, that's a weird, awkward thing. Um, I am, I, I'm not brutally honest, but I'm very honest. And, uh, I, I'm not a, I'm not a morning person. Okay. Is anybody or any creative people a morning I am people? not, I, I, I like, I don't mm. know about you, Ross. I love to wake up early. 
but I also love to be up late. So can we just create like more hours in the night? I'm working on that actually. It's funny you should Are mention you? Yeah. that. Oh, that's good. I, I am. I mean, I'm not doing a very good job, but I am working on it. Chris, so <laughs> what what happened to your rib, man? <laughs> so uh, when I was a kid, I had a uh, I had a tumor on one of my ribs. It was like inside one of the bone. Oh God! And it was splitting it. And uh, yeah, my brother like hit me with a basketball, and uh, and it hurt really bad, like way more than it should have hurt. And so I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, yeah, we got to get rid of this thing. So, and, uh, it's kind of in the middle. Oh no. It's kind of in the middle area. Like you can feel it. I was going to say, can you actually actually. feel like there's emptiness there? Did it replace it it with anything? (laughs) Oh, there's nothing there. Oh my God. So if you, if you stab me. That's your secret to singing. (laughs) He's got, he's got, he's got more lung capacity now. Cause there's like nothing Maybe holding so. you back. That's see, that's not fair, man. Is that it? That's not yeah. fair. <laughs> I'm just trying to get every <laughs> one step up on everybody. I know, right? No, that's right. forward planning to the extreme. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was so, a whole thing from my fair. parents. Like uh, he's going to be a rock star. <laughs> so, I love it. So speaking of forward planning, or in this case, not so much forward planning, <laughs> your decision to enter American Idol was pretty spur of the moment kind of it decision. Um, yeah. Looking back at the experience, what do you what do you feel were the biggest things you learned and took away from it? I think uh, the the biggest thing was that um, I felt like after the show and during the show and all those things, um, I realized that I had a lot to learn. But I but I also realized that I that I could belong in in that world and do music for a living and make that what I do. I, I think growing up in a small town, not around that industry and, and not knowing how to get into it, especially that, you know, that long ago, um, it was it, it was such like a foreign and, and far away dream almost. And that just kind of like gave me the, you know, the opportunity and the and the realization like, OK, if I work hard enough, I think I can. I think I belong. And that, that was really cool. I mean, it's probably weird. Cause that's so, that's such a long time ago for you. You know what I mean? Like we definitely, this is not what the whole interview is, but yeah. we just need to talk about that. Cause that's a big thing. A lot of people know you from that, totally. and, you know, and we're excited that's to fun. hear where you feel like that brought you. And it, it's, it seems like it gave you a boost, but then allowed you to do your own thing, which is, which is wonderful. Like you are an artist, you are a singer songwriter, you are doing your own thing and having that boost. I think, you know, that's fantastic. And you were phenomenal. I think you have a, I think you had a lot of support. Well, obviously, yeah. clearly you had a lot of support. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Um, I think people, you know, connected with with what I did, and mm-hmm. and uh, and I just try to be myself. I was on the show. That's to, what it was, like, though. You weren't trying to be something you're not. I think take songs and yeah, I just tried yeah. to take some. I knew I wasn't like the best singer on the show, but I I I grew up playing music, and I have such like a um, like playing in orchestras, and then also just playing in bars for hours and hours and hours making no money um but i knew how to craft songs to make people listen and Mm -hmm. and uh so i just tried to do try to do my best i will say i packed my bags every week ready to go home really eh um you know something some people might not know um is that in 2013 you were involved in a car crash and uh horrifically it actually left you unable to play guitar and you had to learn how to play again I can't even imagine that. Um, what impact has that had on you personally and the way that you approach songwriting and performing now? 
um, you know, has has it changed the way you feel about music or I guess your gratitude towards music and, and the music that you create? I know it's a loaded question, but... It, it's not loaded at all. I, I think when I look back on my life years and years from now, like there will be turning points and that was one for me like that maybe the biggest one i i think i took a lot of things for granted a lot of things kind of came to me even the show when i was on the show it just kind of i I just kind of happened and 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 i worked hard at music like i practiced a bunch in my room by myself when i was a kid and uh sang a lot and played a lot but it kind of felt like i was taking a lot of things for granted and when something gets taken from you you go you either go one of two ways you either like cry about it and which i probably did <laughs> and um <laughs> or you like or you you rise above it and try to figure out ways to 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 make whatever that ailment or whatever happened um uh you try to make it work for yourself and and become better because of it and for me when i, I broke my wrist in that, in that wreck and i ended up having three surgeries that year and ended up having my wrist fused so i mean there for people that have video like my wrist literally this is all i got like that's the only that's the only movement i have it's not very much um and so i had to learn how to play guitar differently play with my fingers a bunch if you look at me now um and uh but i think i've become a way better player um because i've put so much time into it and effort into it. And it was like, this, uh, this will not be taken from me. This will, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I was, I was afraid. I was afraid. Like the first thought when it happened was like, I may never play again. I mean, my wrist looked so bad guys. Ugh. I'm laying on the street waiting for the ambulance to come. And this guy comes up. He's like, dude, are you okay? He's like, I think I'm okay. What does my arm look okay? And he goes, Oh, Oh gosh, <laughs> this is one of those. And uh, uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd like to think that I'm a better songwriter because of it, a better person because of it. I think I have more empathy. Um, and I definitely don't take what I do for granted anymore. So, you know, I, I think that's really inspiring because it seems like you can take, this is kind of how I live my life, especially as an artist, taking just a negative situation and flipping flipping it to create a positive you know what i mean um i, I yeah, was yeah you have to you, you, well you, i mean you have to but a lot of people don't you know what i mean so i think yeah. that anyone tuning into this right now nick i think they can apply that to any aspect of their life whether they're an artist or not just taking these negative situations and such a negative one like that where everything can be stripped away from you and i think you become better than ever from it so i mean hopefully uh, i'd like to think so so i really like to to hear from you kind of quickly what can we expect from you in 2018 uh so i've been writing for a good part of the year um i know that's like the the artist thing to say i've been writing um but like writing towards making a record and um and i feel like in my i've done this i've done this a lot and especially in the past like three records i've just wrote a, wrote a massive songs and put them together um but uh it took the best ones and made a record. So for this one, I'm like, I want to do something different. I don't know if I've completely figured it out. I have like two different avenues of where I want to go, you know, genre wise or even like um, concept wise. Uh, uh, 
and so I've got I've got some some things that I'm really really excited about, and uh, I think the plan is to start recording in the first quarter of the year, and uh, it's a pretty quick turnaround probably. So something a new record I would I would say a new record in 2018. Um, Chris, I want to jump into our lightning round. Are you ready for uh, 20 questions? I'm not ready, but let's do it. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. Meat or veggies? Veggies. Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. Indie or major? Indie. CD or vinyl? Vinyl. Football or baseball? Football. Education or experience? Experience. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Canada or Scotland? I just say Canada. I've never been to Scotland. Oh, yeah. Canada got one. <laughs> oh, rare. Talent. <laughs> well, most Talent. people have been to Canada and they're like, oh, I want to go to Scotland. So I'll say Scotland. I know. I know. And they're like, oh, I've been to Canada. I'm not going to go back. But <laughs> Talent or attitude? Attitude. Bruce Springsteen or Brian Adams? Bruce. Arkansas or Tennessee? Arkansas. Batman or Superman? Batman. Jason Mraz or John Mayer? John Mayer. Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones or, or Walking, Walking Dead? Dead? Walking Dead. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? <laughs> <laughs> Go with your gut feeling, Chris. This is the, this is the ring dinger, man. This is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to have to say Michael Jackson. Wow, the suspense was killing me. It was me. close, right? It was close. It was real. It's like it's like computing. Depends right? on the day. Depends on the day. <laughs> sure. Yeah, he's humoring you, man. <laughs> Style or substance? Uh, uh, substance. Whale or kale? Whale. Good choice. Good, good, choice. good choice. Yeah. Although I would also approve of kale, but whale. Come on. How can you yeah. beat that? Bet Midler or the Riddler? The Riddler. And your final final question. I mean, this may be on par with Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton. Um, Wait a minute. I know what that's supposed to mean. I know. Well, Ross or Marcio? Ooh. I'm going to have to go with Rossio. Yes! Good yes! choice. He did that it. He did not choose. Choice. You are the man, Chris. You did not tear us apart. The, the fights Ross no, and I get into us together, after the show. Actually. Like he, I know he, he literally fused us together. together. I did. I put you guys together. I know. It's great. It's great. Like we need any more time together. Than me. Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> Chris, Chris, um, I want to ask you maybe for a little bit of advice for some people tuning into this right now. You know, for artists who want to participate in a show like Idol or The Voice, um, I know that I think they've changed a bit over the years, but it's still the general idea. Uh, what advice could you quickly offer them in terms of making the most of their experience in the exposure a show like that offers? Because like you said, I think in hindsight, you realize how much of an opportunity that really was, you know, and how much it really changed your life, you know? I think, so I think it's a tough thing because it's kind of not up to you where like if you're, if you're going on a show like that and you could be the best singer in the world and they could say no to you um, or maybe that performance that you do doesn't completely connect with everybody but the next ones would have won you the show so um i would say like just go be yourself and don't expect anything um because it is tv and tv is a different world than the music world um and just like anything like work hard and try to do your best and 
um, good things will happen, whether it be in in that, you know, on a show like that, or if you really want to do this, there are other ways to pursue it. And uh, especially nowadays. Wow. Um, yeah. So I, I would say, yeah, those are my words of advice. I nice. think those and are given, fantastic words of advice. And given what you know now, just kind of generally speaking about the music industry, yeah. what would you tell your younger self? Uh, maybe something that you wish you knew when you first got into the business. Um, to trust my gut. Um, I feel like I've always had, I came into the music business in a weird way, obviously. And so I, I felt like because I didn't know much, I did a lot of listening to other people and that's, and it was a good thing. And I learned a lot, but I think when my gut was telling me like, okay, maybe you shouldn't release that as the next single. And everyone's telling you yes. And that has been, at least for me, the, the way that, um, I don't know. I just feel like my gut has always been right for me. I don't know if it's always been the right thing, but I feel like it's been something that I trust, especially nowadays. And, uh, and I wish I would have listened to it a little bit more when I was coming into the industry. You know, it's, it's so funny. You're, you're at you're I think you're our 149th interview, nearing 150. And uh, the common thread with a lot of people that we've interviewed is either following their gut or wishing that they had followed their gut more. It's it's it really speaks to Ross and I because I mean yeah. as an artist as a, as a singer songwriter um, and I think collectively as as doing this show there's there's moments where it's like you know where to go who to listen to. And sometimes it's, we want to listen to everybody else and everyone else's opinion, which can be valuable, of course, too, but it's just that, that, that feeling that you can't even explain inside when something either feels right or it just doesn't feel right. And like, I think that I, I can sp- I speak for myself that every time I didn't listen to that feeling, I regretted it. You know, maybe it's not always right, but it's just every, it's always right when it's wrong. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> like, it just, it. And it, it, you know, and sometimes it, sometimes we miss it in that moment. But I just, I'm, I'm really glad you said that because I think even just for me, I need that reminder sometimes. You know. Well, and and it's not, and it's not a like a knock on people that that were guiding me or trying to guide no, me or not at all. that I was working with it has nothing to do with that. They have their, they're trying to do the best. They were, I, I believe that they were trying to do the best for me, and in turn for their like the label or management or whatever. It just was, I. But this is when I think about what I do, this is my life and my my career. And as much and like when that like when my soul is telling me either not to do something or do something, mm-hmm. like it's up to me to listen to that. It's not up to anyone yeah. else. And you owe it um, to yourself. Yeah. Anyways. Like, um, I'm I'm the one that will have to regret it, not them. And specifically with you as a solo artist, it's your name on that record. It's your name on that tour and billboard and everywhere. It's your name on it at the end of the day, you know? On billboards? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. You know, it's it's your name on there. And also, um, I mean, even if you're an artist that doesn't use your own name, you send it or you're in a band or anything, I think that, yeah, you got to live with it at the end of the day. You've got Whether it works or not, at least you can feel like, well, you've, you followed what you should have done, what you felt like was right. Yeah, that really speaks volumes to me. Uh, Chris, where's the best place for people to connect with you online? I think the easiest place, um, and the place I spend more of my time is Instagram. So Chris underscore Allen. Um, 
I'm trying to get into the Facebook game. It is a I'm I'm slow. It's all good. <laughs> to the face, but uh, but I'm on there. I'm on Facebook, and then I, I have a website where people can uh, go and check out shows and and new releases and all that stuff. So and you can sign up for um, and newsletter, and it's uh, chrisallenofficial.com. Don't go to chrisallen.com. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And uh, recently, you've actually been collaborating with some artists. Um, you're actually collaborating with one of our past guests, Gabe Dixon, which is really exciting for me. We're actually going to be talking with Chris a little bit in a new series that we're launching called Encore. Um, you sign up on Patreon and you will, just for a dollar a month, and you'll be able to gain access to um, our little chat with him. We're going to talk about um, collaborating with other artists and how you can make the most of the experience and opportunity. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. We are indeed. And if you want more from Bridge the Atlantic, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and YouTube. And if you visit our website, you can pick up one of our shirts while you are there. Yeah, and as for me, I'm working on my second full-length solo album. You can pre-order it at marcionovelli.com slash pre-order. Who would have thought? You can check out my music on Spotify and just about anywhere you like to listen or stream or download. Download? Anyone download music anymore? <laughs> Do that. Uh, make sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They're all my name. Keep it simple. Marcio Novelli. I do still download music, just putting it out there. <laughs> I am working on websites for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. Yes, this episode was brought to you by 30 Roses, a virtual assistant and consultant to musicians and other creatives, as well as music entrepreneur HQ and Social Surge. All links are in the description, so please check them out because they do what, Ross? <sighs> they keep the show alive. <sighs> And if you would like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. Uh, we recently updated our rewards, which now include access to our exclusive Encore series, as Marcio mentioned, sponsorship at the start of our interviews, as well as an opportunity for you, yes, you, specifically you, to co-host an episode. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and iTunes so you don't miss any episodes. And please do leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the show. All right, let's let's head on over everybody to to Encore now. Uh, join us on Patreon. We're gonna we're gonna be talking to Chris. Thank you so much for joining us, man. This has been fantastic. Uh, I remember seeing you on the show a long time ago, and I've never been a fan of those kind of shows, but I liked you. I remember liking you and hoping you'd win. I was so glad you did. <laughs> you come back. You'll come back with us, or what? Come back to talk to us. Yeah, soon? absolutely. Any anytime. Seriously. Awesome. awesome. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.